This episode may contain content that is sensitive, alarming, or triggering in nature. Please be sure to check the show notes prior to listening so that you can make an informed decision on whether or not to tune in. If you decide to skip this episode, we'll catch you on the next one. Hey guys, you're listening to Talk Space with Jen and Quee. I'm your girl, Jen. And I'm your girl, Quee. And this is our Safe Space podcast, where we talk about all things life, from professions to family to love and all the things in between. But from our perspective, of course. So grab your favorite drink, have a seat, and let's just chat. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. How are you? Girl. Tired. Are you tired <laughs> because you were grown and now you're reaping the benefits? Because you just told us, right? So in our last episode, you told us you were pregnant. Super exciting news. So is that why you're tired or you're just tired of adulting? You and my business? Don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. I think dealing with the... Uh, Body changes of pregnancy just quite naturally will make you tired. Mm-hmm. And of course, we all sick of damn adulting, girl. I don't want to be an adult no it's more. It's ghetto. It is. Do not recommend. If there's anybody listening that be like, I can't wait to turn 18 so I can be grown. Don't. Just damn don't. <laughs> I don't think either of us really said that, though. Were either of us really like, oh my God, I can't wait till I'm 18. I wasn't like that. I, like, I was. If there was stuff that I wanted to do. As, oh, I wasn't. I was ready to go. And that was the stupidest decision I could have ever made in my life. But now you're grown. Am I? You're having a little one. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you ask. You may think you're grown, but your parents would be like, no, she's not grown. Maybe. Y'all can't see yeah, my face. Y'all can't see my face, but I just about control, alt, deleted, logged off because she just about triggered me just now, okay? Because <laughs> my parents, more specifically, my dad acknowledges the fact that I'm grown. My mama still sees me as 12-year-old Quisha. Listen, what you're not going to do is get beat while you're pregnant. For putting Lisa's business out there. I have a Snapchat video where she just tried to beat me. I'm going to post it. <laughs> Don't do it, girl. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think just just if we're talking about, you know, me just telling everybody that I was out here being grown. Um, I think that does have a lot to do with it. I will say this. I commend women who have one child and decide they want more. Wait a second. Hold up. <laughs> Are you already tapping out? Bitch, I am done. Don't tell nobody, though. Wait, you can't be tapping out already? Girl. At least give birth and see how giving birth feels. No. Hell she's, she's no. She's not here for it. <laughs> Y'all, my mama told me the birthing story of my little brother, and I don't know. I'm just not really fucking with that either. Wait a second. I don't think you can take, so I wasn't there, right? Like, I don't know the birthing story. However, I do know Z. And I do know that your mama was 10 months pregnant and was like, if this baby does not get out of me, I think that might be a rare case. Like, maybe we should not look at Zeke. I don't know. I just, I mean, but then it's like one of those things where, you know, social media and specifically TikTok, it just kind of brings more light to people and their birth stories. I guess more than it would on normal occasion because now I'm on like pregnancy TikTok, you know, where all my videos is about somebody being pregnant. I'm just sick of it, okay? Um, Because now I get all of the horror. I get the great stuff too, which I love and I celebrate that, but I also get the bad shit and I'm like, bitch, I'm not Mm -hmm. there yet. 
Um, so I think just going through the process and full disclosure, uh, the reason why Jen mentioned in the last episode how she wanted to tell people, but she didn't want to tell people was because I am in a high risk pregnancy. Um, and that in itself comes with its own journey, right? So everything that everybody already deals with in their pregnancy, I'm dealing with that plus more. Like my doctor is on my backside. Kevin is on my backside. My dad and mom are on my backs. Like I am in a bubble even more than I should be in a bubble. So I don't think we've told the people who Kevin is. Oh, so they may not know. Well, people, let me tell y'all who Kevin is. And if I catch y'all trying to snoop around social media to find him, I will kill you. But listen, I feel like this is the season of Queen dropping tea because I'm going to drop something else on y'all real quick. So Kevin is my husband. That, that who? Who is he? That's my husband. Okay. Wait a second. Who is Kevin? <laughs> That's my, okay, y'all. Last week he was my baby daddy. This week he my husband. Okay, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. And I'm a, while we're talking about this, I'm going to address this real quick. I don't want to hear nobody's throat. Talking about how, oh, they only got married because she's pregnant. If you know, you know. Me and this man been trying to get married since good and last year, okay? We really wanted to have a process on it. COVID hit, life hit, and it didn't happen. So well before this baby was even thought about, we were going to get married. Just so happened we having a baby and now we married. So just, just follow the haters. But yes, Kevin is my husband, okay? I'm still trapped. I don't care what nobody said. I know what I said on the last episode and I'm sticking by that. Okay. Sticking by them damn words. Cause I am trapped even more so now. But now you're trapped. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you're trapped even more now. And that's yes. awesome. Yes. So I like it. being in this high risk pregnancy during high risk times with COVID has been a monster. And I think maybe just, I'm not one of those people like, I'm, when it comes to health things, I'm just like, when I'm feeling down, I'm down, okay? And that first trimester, y'all, I did not think I was going to make it through. Not me, as in for like the baby. I'm talking about me in general. Like, girl, I felt broke down and battered, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so something that I don't talk about very often, and it wasn't even until my last pregnancy that I even really vocalized it. I have had three miscarriages prior to this. I've been pregnant four times. I've had three miscarriages. One of them was not confirmed. I didn't go to the doctor and confirm it, but I'm almost guaranteeing based off of the first miscarriage that it was a miscarriage. So that kind of makes sense. When you've been there, you've been there. You already know what's up. And for me specifically, I was diagnosed with PCOS in 2008. For those of you who don't know, PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And what that basically means is that my ovaries have cysts on them. And for me, that was my condition. There are a lot of different things that a lot of different disorders that could cause infertility. But specifically for me, I was able to get pregnant, but not carry. So last year was a was a big pivot point for me. We touched a little bit about that, I think, Jen, on the last episode as well, where I talked about me getting gastric sleeve last September. And that was after suffering one of the most devastating miscarriages 
because I was about 10 weeks, which is the most furthest I had been along in a pregnancy. And I had the heartbeat and we had a little, we called it a jelly bean because that's what it looked like. But there was a heartbeat there. We lost that baby. And that was really tough. And I was, you know, at this point to where I had definitely put on a lot of weight. So now not only the polycystic ovarian syndrome factoring in, but now, of course, I've always been overweight, but like me being 38 pounds shy of 400 pounds was not helping either. So that's why I decided to get um, the gastric sleeve. And y'all, my surgeon was kind of pissed, but he was all right because I do what I'm supposed to do. And I lost a good amount of weight. But he wasn't happy because he told my grown ass to not get pregnant for at least a year. I mean, I feel like I I did. I I mean, I was trying. It was almost. It wasn't. Year. Girl, I was pregnant in May. Girl, I was not doing the best I could. But why can't it count for when you knew that you were pregnant? That's what I said. But... <laughs> Like, I didn't know I was pregnant. He ain't been trying to hear that. He said, I thought we had talked about getting back on birth control. And I was like, boy, you don't know what birth control do to our bodies. And I ain't want to take that shit. (laughs) I think, like, the process of getting pregnant and staying pregnant is something that a lot of people take for granted. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the people that take it for granted, the people that can just do it very easily, which is great. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just do it very easily. And you don't have to have a high risk pregnancy and you you don't have fertility issues. But there are some of us that do have fertility issues. Absolutely. Y'all, full disclosure, I break, honey. I was beaten battered. Okay. I... I remember, do you remember the last episode that we recorded before we took our break? And I was like, I'll be right back. And that's because like, I literally had to go throw my whole life up. So I get that. I definitely get that. It's crazy because people have these expectations, right? Like you get older, you become a certain age or you turn a certain age, I should say. And the questions begin. When are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to start a family? And I don't think people understand the amount of pressure that that puts on someone. It's not that we don't want to. Well, some of us don't want to, right? And that's absolutely fine. Because there was a point that I didn't want to. And can we normalize that for people who don't want kids? Yeah, like- absolutely. There was a point that I didn't want kids. I was like, I don't want kids. Like, I just want to focus on my career. I want to focus on my family. I'll let my brothers have kids. We'll be absolutely fine. And then I think there was a turning point. And then I was like, maybe I could. And I was like, nope, my body doesn't want it. (laughs) Maybe I (laughs) can't. But I think it's extremely important for us to understand that I I get those questions tend to be normal. But those questions can also be very damaging to a person because you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know whether or not they have underlying health issues. You don't know if they have underlying mental health issues. You don't know if they just don't want to. And then we criticize people. When they're like, oh, I'm not ready or, oh, now's not the right time. Well, when is it going to be the right time? You know? Right. Um, and it, it can, it can have a, a tremendous effect on a person and we not it even can realize definitely, it. It can definitely be something that's very damaging. Like, and I'm not going to, of course, name the person, but, um, so last year, um, when after we suffered the miscarriage and I suffered it in May, we ended up coming home in July. And one of the amazing aunties, you know, was like, you and Kevin still together, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, when are y'all gonna get married and have kids? And I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. I had to like swallow it down because again, it's not something that, you know, if you're not on social media, you didn't know. And I only did that because my mom was there. My mom was there until almost until it kind of happened. She ended up leaving and we were going to celebrate Mother's Day together, but she ended up like having some other things that needed to be done. So she ended up leaving. So I actually had my actual miscarriage on Mother's Day. Mm. And so like in my brain, I'm thinking like, we talking like less than two months later. And I mean, that's still something for me emotionally that even now as I'm carrying this baby has brought on so much anxiety about every tweak, every little pinch, every little piece of pain that I feel that may just be normal, but it's like triggering it. So even in that moment where we're still raw and fresh, having somebody ask me that question when you don't know mm-hmm. just doesn't sit well. And it did, it hurt. So I had to take a moment, get myself together. I'm like, oh, it's it's it'll happen when it's God's time, you know. But her not knowing, she didn't feel like her asking that question was inappropriate. I get it, you know. You can't really fault somebody for that. Yeah, and that's what um, I was gonna say. Like we we, even though it was triggering for you, and it and it could be triggering for other people to be asked that. I think. The societal expectation, right, is that once you become a certain mm-hmm. age, that's automatically going to be your frame mind. So especially with older people, I can't even say that because there are younger people too, right? People our age that'll be like, girl, when are you going to get pregnant? I got three kids, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be like, I got none. I'm good. But I think because that's the expectation, people are going to just kind of bring it up and they're going to ask. I think I have more tolerance for just people asking that don't know the situation than for people that do. And they're still asking and still putting that pressure, you know, like, let me just chill. Let me figure out what I have to figure out for my body. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's so often that women have miscarriages and don't even know that they're having a miscarriage because you may not even know that you're pregnant, right? Like you get pregnant a couple of weeks later, you didn't even know you were pregnant yet. Um, So the beauty of childbirth is something that truly is a miracle. But not all of us can get there in the exact same way. And I think that's why we wanted to have this conversation because I think we as a society have to or should, let me not say have to, but we should stop putting so much pressure on people to do the things that others consider normal. Not everybody wants to get married. Not everybody has to get married. Not everybody wants to have kids. They Maybe they don't want to have kids in the same way. Maybe they want to have children, but they don't want to be pregnant because that can also be a thing. They yeah. don't have any health issues. There's nothing wrong that, you know, there's no issues conceiving. They just don't want to be pregnant because pregnancy, although it. people say it's a beautiful thing, like it's not easy <laughs> at all. No. And I, you know what? And it's so funny because in my experience of being just over five months pregnant, I get this this thing that even generationally, <laughs> generationally, first of all, let me backtrack a little bit to something that you said. People asking, when are you going to have kids? Like, can we talk about the fact that y'all, I'm, I'm trying to get through this one. Okay. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see this one to February. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get this one to February. Why are we already talking about baby number two? Wait a second. Off sides. No. Flag on the play. No. You think, y'all think I'm joking? I've already been asked about what's the goal for the next, like, when is the next baby coming? And I'm like. Why, why don't we as a society just let life happen? Why don't why we y'all can't mind, life no, happen? Why we trying to be cute with the question? Why y'all can't mind y'all damn business? Uh, uh, as I did state in the beginning, 
Child, I don't know. I don't know if this whole... I'm very excited about being a mom. I'm very excited about having a daughter. I can't wait to see my honey bun be a girl dad. He's always wanted a girl. I love the fact that we, our first child is going to be a girl. I love that. That makes my heart melt in a way that it's never melted before. However, comma. Uh-oh. <laughs> this journey has not been easy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not even talking about going back into things that have happened in the past. I'm talking about just this where we are right now has not been easy. And that I commend. That's why I said I commend women who are like, I'm pregnant. And I can't wait for the next one. And when their body starts to break down and they didn't had the baby. And now they're like, you know, six months later, they prepared and talking about planning for the day. I commend them. I don't know if that's going to be me. I'm not even going to lie. I can feel that whole maternal, like, I love this person. I love this little being that's growing inside of me more than I've loved anything or wanted anything in my life. I mm-hmm. feel that. Like, I feel, but given opportunity so to do it beautiful. again. Would not recommend. This is ghetto. Okay. This right along with being an adult and working a full-time job. Being pregnant is right along with that. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to feel the life that the love that Kevin and I had grow inside of me. But baby. Baby. I have such a great doctor right now. And she is black. And she's older, so she feels the need that it's oh she feels that it's okay for her to put me in my place, and it is because I do be needing it sometimes. You do need it, amen. Hallelujah. The disrespect. I'm gonna let you live though. Um, but I had kind of been vocal with her about my anxiety about every every little thing that I felt like if I felt the pain on the left side and it was too low or if it didn't feel right mm-hmm. or. Every blue moon, I get one of them what feels like a period cramp that go like come around the hips, down the vagina, up the butt. And I get one of those. It felt just like a period cramp. So now my brain instantly goes, well, when I'm having a period, what that mean? The uterus is shedding this line and hold up. It's something in there. So we supposed to be doing that or not? So, of course, (laughs) now you spend the next seven to ten business days going to the bathroom, almost, you know, wiped your vagina raw because you're waiting. You're just waiting. You know what I'm saying? And so Mm -hmm. I kind of vocalize those things with her and honey i went in her office one day she was like listen i need you to calm the fuck down (laughs) (laughs) she didn't curse okay she is professional so she didn't curse but the look she gave me basically said calm the fuck down okay Mm -hmm. um she kind of helped me through y'all i have a baby doppler that's basically like a little ultrasound machine and i don't i've accepted the fact that she's here and now I can feel her like actually be there so I don't listen every day like I was in the beginning but y'all mind y'all business because it was a point at the beginning of this pregnancy after I got that doctor every few hours I'd be in there listening for the heartbeat because I need to know you still there but she's like listen she told me she was I was like I but I've been here before bubble snot and I've been here before I've been excited and been let down she said "Uh uh-uh let me stop you because you haven't been here she said your last your last pregnancy you told me you were only at 10 weeks well baby we at week 14 so we looking a lot better you know what i'm saying like you you haven't been to this point before yes progress so she's like i need you to relax because all of that stress and anxiety that you're feeling about this baby is only gonna make this baby feel the stress and anxiety she not gonna know why you feeling it she just go feel that you could feel it And it took that for me to kind of get to a place of calmness. Mm -hmm. 
and a place of acceptance. And so in saying all of that, it is important that especially people you know have struggled. Listen, if you know that people have struggled with infertility, I think we have to do our due diligence. And even if we don't know, be very careful about the questions you ask people pertaining to conceiving children because you don't know not every couple will talk about their troubles not every couple Mm -hmm. will be open about it and it's tough and not even just couples but women in general I mean until you know up until recently I hadn't even you know known about Jen's situations and that's so tough and it's so tough and it is and it kind of feels bad when your body kind of attacks you right because with me my my other ob cuz i had i switched doctors y'all that's a long damn story if y'all want to hear that y'all let me know i might go instagram live or some shit and i'm gonna tag her dusty ass practicing it but never mind no, no that, ma'am no that's ma'am not what we're talking no, about. Ma'am. okay but with my old ob she was very helpful she she i love the fact that she wasn't so quick to prescribe stuff But one of the things that she did tell me in struggling through that, because again, I was 360 pounds at that point, is that she said, I've been seeing you for almost two years now. She's like, and you've never had a problem with your blood pressure. And she was like, over the last six weeks, your blood pressure has gone from this to this, or last four weeks, or whatever it was, whatever the time frame was, she's like, your blood pressure has gone from being okay, based off all your previous visits with me, to trickling up. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm pregnant. I'm overweight. And now my blood pressure is sky fucking high. And I'm like, oh, it might have just been that uh, taco I ate on my way here. She's like, no, "No." it wasn't. She's like, no taco is going to do that. And I felt like poop the last pregnancy. I felt not just like pregnancy poop, but like I could feel my body giving up. Mm -hmm. And that was a tough one, y'all. Let me tell y'all. That was really, really tough because not knowing I just, not knowing I hadn't verbalized, like I was telling everybody I wasn't feeling good and telling everybody I wasn't okay, but not realizing that I wasn't actually verbalized, that I wasn't feeling good and wasn't okay. I was telling them this and they were just associating it with the first trimester. These are things you're experiencing your first trimester, da, 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 da. No, I knew. My body was like, girl, please. I recently had to have that conversation with my honey and I had to tell him like not recently, but when we first found out that I was pregnant and I told him like, I feel a lot different. And that, that caused a real conversation to be hard for the both of us because he had to hear Mm -hmm. where he was so optimistic last time he had to hear that I wasn't. And that's tough y'all. Absolutely. I mean, that's just tough in life in general, right? When one partner is optimistic about something and the other partner isn't. But when it pertains to the life that the two of you were grown in conceiving. Come on, Lord. And bringing about and then you you get hopeful, right, for the outcome of what that means for for the rest of your life. Not just for a couple of days, but for the rest of your life. She's trying to stress me out. And she didn't not just tell the story. All the way adult child is going to have, you know, when you get old and they decide to put you in a nursing home. No? Y'all, she chooses. Boy, she be choosing (laughs) violence. 
Why does woman choose violence every time I talk to her? You know I have to break it up. I can't be serious for too long. God. No, my child is not going to put me in no nursing home because I'm going to be her ass if she thinks it. Because you can come and live with me. No, you can't. Hell no. I brought her into this world. Y'all know, I mean, I can't wait till she get old enough for me to tell her. I brought her Stop, in this don't world. Say it. Don't say and it. I will take don't her clean the hell out. I need to find I'm a way to remix it. Bail. You don't need to. I'm not posting bail. I don't need okay. bail. You're going to be in there with Big Bertha. I am Big Bertha, so. You are not Big Bertha. You're right. Not no more. I'm medium sized Bertha now, but I'm here and I got Hello. hands and they certified. So what's really good? Oh, Jesus. This Why we always go laugh? Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, so I think it's just we really should be cautious when we ask when y'all having kids. Ain't about time for a baby. Don't nobody care you got four crumb snatches already, girl. Wait a second. What? Listen, we're going to move. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. The point of this all, guys, is for us to say that sometimes those expectations that people choose to voice really, first of all, they're unwanted, they're unwarranted, and they really can be detrimental to the person you're saying them to. Again, we understand that it's normal for people to want to see you enjoying being a mother or what have you, but there's a difference in saying, hey, are you guys thinking about having kids? Then there is with when y'all gonna have some kids. Why y'all not have no kids that you know you're not getting any younger? Don't you think you should be having kids? Like that's a lot. That's a lot. And I think we need to or we should come to a point where we're just gonna break that cycle. We're I'm gonna start insulting pressure. people when they ask me, Don't you think it's time? Well they're not gonna ask me that, but as soon as somebody says Don't you think it's time for you to fix your wig? Yeah. Oh wait. No, absolutely. When they be oh, like okay. Oh, y'all, ain't it? I can't wait. I cannot wait for my little girl to turn like two or three and somebody be like, don't y'all think it's time for another baby? Don't you think it's time for a new wig? Because you didn't had that one since I was 16. <laughs> don't you? Th- I can't wait for your little two-year-old to say, no, it's not time. I'm not done being spoiled yet. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody understands it either, y'all. Listen, I just got so stressed out again. Wait. I'm about to cry. <laughs> Y'all do not understand. Y'all do not understand. She is seriously emotional. No, it's not even because people not taking the seriousness of my child being spoiled like to the level they should because I know. Okay, so I'm about to go off on a rant a little bit. It's only going to be five seconds though. So when I when I was a kid growing up, if it was somebody else's birthday, like specifically my siblings, like in my house, Molly and Zeke, I feel bad. I had to get a gift on their birthday because what y'all wasn't going to do is leave me out. And I mean, for real, for real. I'm not. Y'all think I'm playing? At almost 30 years old, I will admit it. Still to this day, if I see us celebrating somebody else too much, I'm getting me a fucking gift. Somebody is going to swipe their debit card for something for me. I don't care if it's a chicken nugget or a new purse. I'm getting something, right? I know how I am, even to this day. So I'm not raising my child any less than I am. She's going to be spoiled and entitled and I'm scared and I'm nervous. The projection. She Okay, but then not only that, we also have to factor in that, of course, my mom, you know, my dad had, you know, my sisters from a previous, previous relationship. So my sister's kids are definitely her grandkids, like. We don't we don't believe in step. We don't say none of that. Those are her grandkids, okay? Them her babies. 
right? Mm-hmm. But this is my mom's first biological grandchild. This is she mm-hmm. carried this egg in her ovary when she made me, right? So just to put that in perspective. You got real biological. For real. So my mama is like on some other shit when it comes to this little girl. Okay. Then my in-laws, they have grandsons. They've always wanted a granddaughter. Guess who giving them a granddaughter? Okay. So now they got a granddaughter. And then my. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the child. My, my, my husband slash baby daddy wants to be a girl dad. So we already know what that comes with. Right. So, this little girl is going to be spoiled and ain't nobody worried. Everybody's like, oh, she's going to be spoiled. It ain't going to be cute. And I want y'all to know that. I'm staying away from the child. I'm just no. going to go ahead and volunteer as tribute to stay No, you're away. not. I'm going to send her to your house. Yes, I need her to be able to. Oh, absolutely not. I need her to be able to go. Listen, I, I told you and we talked about this previously that going to New York is one of the best experiences of my life. Like, I love that I'm able to. Spend time in New York. And guess who still lives in New York? Listen to me right now. Listen to what I'm saying. Because I don't think you understand the way that my spirit is set up. So when you used to visit New York, you had a grandmother with a house and siblings and cousins. That everybody was together. Everybody did some. You do not have a grandmother in New York any longer. No, but I have a sister. Don't send your kids to me. She needs to come see her auntie Jen. Don't send your kids to me. She will not want to see her auntie she Jen. She's coming to see her auntie Jen. I can't wait. going to be like, no, mama, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm sorry. Don't do it. It's going to be like a punishment for you to send Perfect. Your Even better. Because she not getting no ass whoopings here, apparently. Because that's what everybody thinks. So somebody got the whoop her ass. Listen to me. You cannot send me a spoiled child. That child will forever be on Benadryl and whiskey. <gasps> I love it. Send her first class. <laughs> you were supposed to say you were calling child protective no nope, i support it i support it she got one time to say no drink your juice drink all of it too she gonna drink it because she's gonna be her mother it's gonna be full of benadryl she's her mother's child okay we love to get lit and she gonna be <laughs> the scissor is gonna be in that baby's bottle i'm not for real y'all don't send anybody for me because i would never drug a child no, for real. So I, I was about to say that because I was about to say, girl, don't you work in... Girl. Okay. I do. I don't, I, please don't make me lose my license. I need my professional licenses. But I'm still going to send her, though. We going to really... We going to test your gangster. Let's see, Big big G. We going to test your gangster, girl. Ask my godchildren. Please don't test my gangster. I, I don't play. She's going to need somebody to ground her. And I love that for you. But coming to see her auntie in New York or her auntie in Anderson whenever I'm there, that's once every year is not going to ground her. Girl, I done got an ass whooping at 10 that lasted me till this day. I still get traumatized sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it don't take a whole lot of everyday discipline. Sometimes it just take once a year for you to get your life together. I mean, just know what you're setting your child up for. I'm not going to send her when she like a kid kid. Like, I'm going to send her when, if you pop in her lip, she old enough and that's all right. She had to eat that one. Listen, don't send her when she an unruly teenager because we're going to fight. Okay. Oh, Lord. I'm going to jail. It's a good thing that I got life insurance money because somebody going to need to borrow against it to get me I'm out. I'm going to come get you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I want you to spend your money to get me out of jail for beating your child. Yeah. I'm going to come get you. That's what I meant. But for real, y'all, please don't call. Don't nobody. call nobody on Jen. She not case. abusing nobody, kids. And to her, 
I to her godchildren. She loves y'all. That's why she's hard. I do love them to pieces. Listen. But y'all, yes, I'm having a baby. This probably will be the last one. But it's the first Yep. You heard that right. That's all right. I'm here. We were only really wanting three children anyway. We wanted two born biologically, and then we wanted to potentially adopt a third. I think we could just skip right on to adoption. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to go through this whole. Okay. I don't need to go. So we're having one, adopted two. I'm here for Hold it. up. Adoption is Hold a up. Thing. Too much dip on your chip now. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a second. I thought we were sticking to the original plan of no, three ma'am. children. No, ma'am. Oh, we're changing the plan. Okay. That's why oh. it's, a, it's a fluid plan. We're going to do two kids. One I'm not. One I'm having. I didn't see the fluidity in the situation. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not having three kids. It's not happening. I low-key had reached a point during the pregnancy where I was like, damn, I hope they tell me it's a second baby in there. That way we could just... Get it done. You know what I'm saying? Because I had decided if we was having twins, I was getting my tubes tied. Just go ahead and tie it up, burn it off, and hang it out to dry. Wait a second. Why are we tying and burning and hanging it out to dry? Because just tie- I don't know if you know this, but if you get your tubes tied, there's still a small percentage that you can get pregnant. Absolutely. And I just seen on TikTok that somebody had their tubes tied. I wish you would stay. And they got pregnant. Traumatizing. <laughs> Anyway, we said all of this in our convoluted way. We said all of this to say, let's celebrate things. Mind your business. Here. And <laughs> <laughs> y'all, why did I choose to do this podcast with her? You love me, and you wouldn't have picked anybody else to do this podcast with. Just think Maybe about that's it. That's a problem. Maybe I should have thought about somebody else. No, think about it. Because you probably thought of a million other people. I probably popped in first. He was like, oh, hell no. And he was like, let me th- go through <laughs> a list of other people. And you're like, fuck, it's not going to work. I already know. I don't know. <laughs> I accepted that I was the first thought that you was like, hell no. And you moved on to somebody else. And he was like, mm, that ain't going to work. I'm okay with that. The crazy thing is, I didn't have a second thought. Perfect. When I wanted to do the podcast, it was just you. It was meant to be. Had the Lord sent me a vision. The Lord did. What this was going to look like. Maybe, you know. Y'all see how she kept on this podcast? (laughs) Y'all know I'm talking. I ain't talking trash. It's the podcast. Yep, it's the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She be on that podcast. You hear it? Talking about she had the Lord send her a message to pick somebody else. You know why there was no other thought? Because the Lord told you it was me. Okay? <laughs> Lord, you hear this? You hear this, Jesus? You hear this? Call Jesus. It's the disrespect for me. What you're not going to do is disrespect me and Jesus. Okay? Listen, every episode you say I disrespect you. So what's new? And that's why, you know, it's only, it was only In every me. episode, you, disre- you disrespect me also. I ain't disrespect you today. I ain't even saying that to Lies. you today. What I said. Lies. You disrespect me by telling me you're going to send that child to me. Oh, that, that is kind of true. <laughs> Fine. If you don't want her to be a part of your life, you just say that. Damn, y'all, it didn't work. Why did you think that? Let's rewind. Let's try that again. No, don't worry about it. I'm good. Doing too much. I'm good. (laughs) Anyway. 
But I just want to see. Can you at least can you at least braid her hair though? Y'all know I can't braid. Oh, I'll definitely keep that that baby's hair done. I'm gonna need some help, y'all. If you know, when she's in my presence, I'm not flying to Texas every I was just other week to, I was to do about her to hair. Put this out there for our listeners. If y'all live in the Houston area and you can braid, <laughs> let me know because without tearing people's edges out. Hold up now. What we ain't gonna do is tear my baby's edges out. Matter of fact, we're going to comb all the edges forward and then we'll just slick it back in the in the braids. No, because then you're going to have a bald spot <laughs> between the edges and where the Never mind. Is. I don't want nobody. Just find you... someone that does not snatch edges. I just got triggered. That's okay. I know exactly who's going to braid her hair. Uh, Amazia, amazing braids. If you're listening, girl. We're going to do right. a, we're gonna have to do a set appointment every two weeks for her hair. Cause... Right. Do not tear out the edges. She don't tear out your edges, okay? If you in Houston and you need That's your hair done, holla at Amazing Braids. Go ahead with the plug. Go I am. Say it one more time for the people Amazing in the back. Braids. She does phenomenal braids. We're going to link her down below. Give her some love because. Okay. She do good. I like it. I love that. Maybe we need to have her on the show. Pull her on. I love that. Support a sister, okay? Hmm. I'm going yes. to text and let her know we plug it on the next podcast. Yes, do that. Now, listen. We tune in. We plugging you, but uh, I'm still need you to make sure you got an appointment slot for your girl. Because I know how I be <laughs> when you plug somebody and they get booked and busy and now you can't even get an appointment. I'm just saying. Because, <laughs> honey, I told Sophia last week, I had to tell her, honey, you with my eyelashes. I've been telling too many girls around this Houston area, who do your lashes, Sophia? Uh-huh. And I give them her information and... Bitch, I can't even get an appointment now. <laughs> That's all right. Shamejo always fits you in. I know. I love her. We went all around the world. Is there anything else that you want to say? No, just what I said earlier. Mind your damn business. It's my it's my vagina, my uterus, and my fallopian tubes. And um, the other parts, too, that makes a baby, the ovaries and all the other hormones and things that involve making a baby. And it ain't none of your job jam business. Your job turkey sucker. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the episode right there. (laughs) That is the end of the episode. You jive turkey sucker. Not sucker, sucker. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Talkspace Jen and Quee. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode.